Tuesday Travel on the Hard Shoulder. Fionn Davenport back with me for Travel Tuesday. Fionn, where are we off to? Uh, we're going to Amsterdam. Oh, great. I, didn't, I, I thought the teas before the break really wasn't too obtuse. or Where a cafe is a different locale from a coffee shop. Yeah, so a cafe is a, you know, a coffee shop is entirely, you're not really going into a coffee shop for coffee. <laughs> um, there are rules. And it's a funny thing is that um, anytime I talk about Amsterdam or certainly in years past, when you talk about Amsterdam, people go, <laughs> you know, hash in the red light district, which are the least interesting things, mm. particularly the latter, which is, I think, grim as. But yeah. um, um, uh, Amsterdam's an amazing city. It's a stunningly beautiful city for one thing. And so you've got this narrow, like a pretty tight frame of canals with these 17th century houses all look, they look so rickety. You yeah. know, it's kind of a, I guess some, there might be a straight line in the place, but it's stunningly gorgeous, uh, elegant, an amazing city, if you like art. Uh, and even though it wouldn't be the first city you think of in terms of good dining, you can eat very, very well, so long as you're interested in a certain, particularly if you like Indonesian food. <laughs> All right, okay. Yeah, which is amazing, but... Um, um, so, getting to Amsterdam is easy from Dublin, isn't it? Well, yeah, there's from three Ireland. airlines will get you there, all both the Irish ones and KLM. So, where do you start then in Amsterdam? Uh, well, one is get the train in from the airport. If, if Dublin needs a lesson in how to build uh, good transport links from the airport to the city centre, then um, uh, the links from uh, Schiphol to Central Station are incredible yeah. and cheap. Um, and when you get in, is everything in and around the same? Yeah. The, the centre of Amsterdam is quite small, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Although, mind you, the further away you get from Central Station, the more Amsterdam you get. As in, there's lots. I mean, you can walk from the station and you're kind of, oh, yeah, you're in the heart of Amsterdam. But it's the, ah, I just, it's the least interesting. It's quite touristy. But it, it, the more further afield you go, the more beautiful it gets, I think. And, and and I don't mean that like like literally, I mean, maybe walking is a stretch to get to the outer limits, but you can certainly do it on a bike and everybody cycles. And, so. st- and still in those areas, you've got your picture postcard, canals, your yeah. narrow houses, your barges, all of that. Yeah. So like if you go through them, OK, so th- the big ticket item. So the Amsterdam Museum is a great primer to the history of the city. And, and it's worth bearing in mind that a lot of Amsterdam wealth is is obviously trading wealth and slavery. So it's got this really seedy backstory and the Amsterdam Museum tells it. Um, The other big, and and this is the one I'd say is unmissable, is the Anne Frank House. And it's kind of a cliche because it's the most well-known museum Mm. in Amsterdam, maybe beside the Rijksmuseum and the Van Gogh Museum. But the Anne Frank House is incredible by dint of how ordinary it is. So, you know, it's the story of the attic room behind the bookshelves, you know, yeah. so you go upstairs. And so were uh, Anne Frank and her family hid uh, from the Nazis until they were arrested by the Gestapo. And what is remarkable about it is, is how ordinary Anne and her sister were. They were teenage girls, like who had the same. So, for example, in Anne's room are stencils of Princess Elizabeth and Princess Margaret when before Elizabeth became queen, who were kind of the, like the celebrity stars wow. of that 
era of yeah. the early 1940s. This is the version of the posters on the bedroom wall. It's exactly that. And 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 then in typical Dutch, <laughs> in typical Dutch fashion, yes. they're so matter of fact. So they have a video interview with Anne's father, which screens kind of towards the end of the visit, where he goes, yes, Anne could be a real pain, you know, like all teenagers. She was really annoying at times, you know. And, yeah. and what it does is it renders how, how the ordinariness of Anne and her sister, and it amplifies the absolute horrible tragedy of what happened to them. Yeah. Because they were not an exceptional family. They were just an ordinary family. So instantly recognisable, even at a remove of 75 years. And so for that reason, the, the museum is really arresting. And I will say, either get there first thing in the morning, but they also have a time ticket entry because it's like you can wait for hours. So okay. book ahead, book your time slot and show up. Anyway, the other big thing that Amsterdam is known for, for its collection of art, the three big museums are... The Rijksmuseum, which is famous for the collection of Rembrandts. So you can see the Night Watch, the famous Rembrandt. You can go to the Van Gogh Museum, which has the largest collection of Van Gogh Mm. anywhere in the world, including Sunflowers, which is the most famous painting there. And then you have like more modern art. So the likes of Piet Mondrian, Distill Movement, etc. at the Stedelijk Museum. And these are all centred on around a main square. It's kind of modern Amsterdam. But look... You could spend your entire time in just these three museums. Pick one. Pick one and go. Yeah. Pick two and go see a couple of rooms in each. And like, is there a joy in Amsterdam and just kind of meandering yes. around those streets ah, and yes. along the canals and yeah, that type so, of thing. So the, 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 the nine streets. So the nine streets. So basically, there are four main canals in Amsterdam and just south of the Anne Frank house. It's called the Negen, Negenstraatjes. With nine streets in, in, in Dutch. And this, to me, is, is, the, is the heart of beautiful Amsterdam. So you're just wandering about and it's all like local boutiques, no tourist tat, no chain stores. And there's a lot of that chain muck in Amsterdam. But like vintage clothing stores, really nice cafes. And yeah, so like, for example, like... The likes of, do you know that brand Scotch and Soda? I didn't know there was a Dutch brand, but. Scotch and Soda? Yeah, well, I knew you did. That's remarkable, Fionn. Really, you should commend me for getting this far without doing it. Um, So the likes of denim, um, there's really nice jewellery at Beadies. You can go to Waxwell Records and pick up vinyl. Um, And then Pluck is this really nice cafe. Uh, now again, these are just four that I plucked out. Yeah. I plucked out Plucked, plucked out of the air. But the nine streets are beautiful, and it really is, and it's really worth just kind of wandering around. Um, I'd also do people say, go on canals on yeah, on, on cruises? I mean, or look, tours? everybody, look, you can't do the an Amsterdam Amsterdam canal cruise is is has to you have to do it once anyway yeah and it's a great way to see the city as you kind of you duck in and it's and part of amsterdam's beauty is just looking at the houses that just the houses lining the canals are also gorgeous and um, you can also do like lots of really kind of noble things um just uh, here here's one for you right we'll go yeah. back to art okay how about you take your wife and your kids to okay. Amsterdam yeah. and you want them to be in their own 17th century masterpiece. So there's, it's called the Milkmaid Project Photo Studio. It's on a little side street in Jordan, which is the old working class area. Yeah. Okay. So you can dress up 
and say, for example, you want to be in the Night Watch, okay? Yeah. So you can dress up in the costumes of the Night Watch. I want to be in a Hieronymus Bosch painting. <laughs> of course you do. There you go. <laughs> go but you can do that and then you come home with like your own 17th century uh, with, you, with your family in it, That's which I think great. is kind of yeah. nice. If you want to do something noble and you want to do it in relation to water, plastic whales. So it's uh, the basically it's in on Prince and Gracht is you go and you're just going clearing rubbish out of the canals, like plastic bottles mm-hmm. and all the rest. So you're doing, you're having a bit of fun and you're doing the environment of solid. Uh, I, I was there in Amsterdam for work. Uh, so I didn't get to do a lot of these things, but like most people, you do find yourself, you walk through the red light district. It's so it's grim. Rubbish. So let's it's not so talk grim. about that. But um, let's coffee talk about shops. coffee shops okay. because so people will want to visit here them. The rules. So coffee shops, if you want to go. So the, the rules are pretty, so, hash is illegal or marijuana is illegal but five grams they'll just confiscate it off you you can't smoke outside of a coffee shop um, it's a hundred euro straight fine no argument okay but within so a no coffee smell of weed on the streets no not mm, really yeah like I don't know not that I noticed not, not like in New York yeah well, you, you were in New York. In New York. Did you get the smell of weed? It's everywhere. I, it became so ubiquitous. I think after a couple of days, I stopped noticing it. It's the same with when I was in Vancouver. No, yeah. not so much in Amsterdam. So the coffee shop rules are you have to be 18 or older. In some establishments, you have to be 21. You're only allowed in twice a day. You can buy a maximum of five grams of weed a day, which I'm told is plenty. <laughs> um, interestingly, can't drink alcohol and you're not allowed to smoke cigarettes. Inside oh, really? the coffee shops, no. Okay. Uh, but if there's outdoor seating, you're allowed and to have a smoke. I know, yeah. And hard drugs, goes without okay. saying, are forbidden. The the one thing, though, so that's your coffee shops, and, and they're well signposted. The other things are the, the Amsterdam Café, which is an entirely different proposition. Yeah. And this is all about, do you know the concept of gezellig, which I'm butchering in the pronunciation? No, nothing it's, to do with the animal? No, it's the Dutch version of hygge. Okay. You know, that kind of feels well, that's like a kind of co- uh, cozy. coziness and warmth and conviviality and a yeah. sense of just chilled out relaxation. So, the what they call the brown cafes, and they're brown, is it because of the layers of cigarette smoke that have darkened <laughs> even the whitest of right. walls? Okay. But the best of these are a remarkable insight into the Amsterdamers at their very, very convivial best. Okay. And they're really lovely. And if you want to go and have a drink, now you can't smoke in them now, but like go in and have a drink. These, these are the cafe, way more than the coffee shop. The cafe is far more enjoyable. I yeah. Think. And a real um, Amsterdam experience. Yeah. And it is, a, and, and Hoppe is the one I'd, 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 I'd it's on Spui 1820. It's a, it's called H-O-P-P-E. Okay. You mentioned eating briefly. So, uh, yeah. Pancakes. Absolutely standard, Dutch, but rich yeah. stashel Indonesian uh, Damien and Mallow says, I miss the Porfetches mini pancakes. I'm sorry, I've butchered that, Damien. Mini yes. pancakes in Amsterdam. Yeah. Hop Holland, he says. They're amazing. They're amazing. They're delicious. Also Indonesian food. Best Indonesian food I've eaten because I've never been to Jakarta. So amazing because obviously it was an old Dutch colony. So yes. they've imported the cuisine and Riefstaffel is their rice dish, is their kind of standard rice dish. But there's millions of Indonesian restaurants. The one I would recommend is called Spang Makandra. Spang, Spang Makandra. Yeah. And it's, uh, anyway, Gerard Dustrat Street. It's only got 26 seats. It's really, really small, but the food is exceptional. And uh, if you if you don't fancy kind of, if you want really Dutch cooking, like herring and things like that and sauerkraut and potato, go to Pantry. 
Yeah. I'm but it's really right. good. I'll try, yeah, I'll try the Indonesian Go food. Go to the I Indonesian food. Yeah. Uh, what about where to stay? Um, yeah, so Generator Hostel, which there's one in Dublin, yeah. but it's uh, really, really good in Amsterdam. It's excellent. It's worth bearing in mind that accommodation can be quite expensive. Two beautiful hotels, one called the Craftsman mm-hmm. and the other one called Pavilion Torin. And uh, like, I mean, not cheap, like you're not going to get much change out of 300 euro a night for a double, yeah. but that's Amsterdam for it you. It is great to stay in the centre of things, but uh, you started all this by talking about the public transport network from the airport into town and the public transport network in Holland Isn't in the Netherlands amazing. is amazing. So, I mean, if you, you want to save in, a few quid, you could in yeah, stay further out. Yeah, and stay catch further the train out. In. That's actually ultimately yes, you want to stay in, but stay further out. Save yourself the hundreds of euros and just get in and out on a tram. And you won't kind of at six o'clock in the evening find the t- trains just stop running. No, no, <laughs> they, will, they, they will keep, keep going. going. It's they a great, great city. Well worth going to visit for a weekend. Uh, as always, um, we will uh, get this up as a podcast so you can listen back to it if you have a planned trip to Amsterdam or you are planning to go. Fionn Davenport, thank you very much. Tuesday Travel on the Hard Shoulder.